welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves, and today I have a special guest in the building. We have friend of the show, the child, Isaiah. Say hey. Hi. All right. So today I wanted to do Life with a Child Part 2 episode, because I think last year when we recorded, we recorded, oh, I think right after the pandemic hit, I want to say, going into the summer. Right around social no, justice. Well, it was, yeah, so it was like the school year is about to be over and you're going into your senior year. So now we're picking back up with the school year about to be over with you graduating high school and going to college. So we're going to give you guys an update on what's been going on this past year. Um, So how was your week, Isaiah? You got anything going on? Um, I just won the poll laureate. Uh, It was officially confirmed this week. They sent me an email. Um, I signed up for it like a year. Wait, no, not a year. I did sign up for it last year and I didn't win. Um, and I signed up for it again this year. And um, I ended up winning. I signed up for it maybe last month or a month before. And um, that was really exciting. I was accepted into North Carolina Central. And um, that was a... That was maybe November that I was accepted. And um, I signed up for a program a few weeks ago called the African-American Male Initiative. And I was accepted into there the week before last. So that was really exciting. It's sort of a, a organization that um will help me throughout school and it's just for young black men to be you know leaders in their communities and at North Carolina Central and it'll open up lots of opportunities so I'm very excited for it okay cool we gave us a whole rundown of everything you had going on um uh so let's see um let me touch on some of the stuff so I, I did give you my uh Black Excellence one of these months for the Poet Laureate. And I think I said that you had won for your school, but I think you made it into the top three of the of the county, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, so that's pretty dope. And then um, I don't know if I ever announced what school you're going to. So you did that. And so we did sign you up for um, the program. And I think that program is going to help because, uh, you know, when you first go to school, it's always good to kind of like um, have, like start creating your own little village like at school, like have resources, people that can help you, right. people that can help you get adjusted and acclimated because it is an adjustment, you know, when you leave home for the first time. So I definitely think um, being in that program definitely is going to help in general, just you getting just adjusted to school life. So I'm really excited that and, you got into that. So, um, and yes. they seem like really good people. Um, the, they put me in a group me and the guy was talking about met black mental health and he was asking everybody what they want to major in and just really being genuine and passionate about what he does so yeah and I think that's really dope so um, I think it's cool that they have this program and so I think uh, just having those spaces and having those I think it's important in college to have safe spaces too you know Uh, we're talking about safe spaces this week on the third chamber podcast and just especially for you know black males I, I feel like there has been a void there as far as like just safe spaces and having people that you feel comfortable to talk to 
um, you know, that's something that we talk a lot about in our household, like with just communicating and having safe spaces and, you know, um, you know, you have your own therapist that you see uh, from time to time that you kind of, you know, have that opportunity to talk and, you know, get things out that you need to in your own way, in your own safe space. Um, so I think it's important for, uh, especially black males to have villages. And I think it's important that there, you know, this program is available, that you're able to have, you know, a group of people that um, are like-minded and be able to work with each other at an undergrad level. Cause you know, we didn't have a lot of that stuff when, um, when I was an undergrad, you know, I was like, obviously I pledged a sorority, Les pledged a sorority. But other than that, I mean, we really didn't have a lot of programs that was specifically for uh, black people. So right. I think that's cool. But um, as far as me this week, um, I haven't really had much going on. Uh, you know, I told you guys last week we had to move and um, we've still been kind of getting things together slowly. Uh, looking forward to Mother's Day next week. Um, that's really about it. I really haven't been doing much. I've been trying to get my reading done and uh, yeah, that's about it. My, my goal right now is to get back in shape. You know, uh, I kind of fell off a little bit with my working out. Um, so I'm trying to get back in shape. I want to get my summer body going. So I'm working on that. And then also I want to continue doing my, um, my reading and, uh, yeah, so that's really all I had going on. Don't forget, um, too, before I go into motivational Monday, make sure that you pop in and check out third chamber podcast. Uh, you can find that streaming on where most streaming platforms are. And, um, that's with me, Chris and Jamar. And, uh, I like that podcast because it's different. Uh, you know, we kind of, it's different for me from what you hear on here. So like, I kind of talk sports, we talk life, but I also get to dig into the minds of the men. And so it's actually really fun because I love when men come on my show and talk. So I love talking to them because men and women are just so completely different. So I, it's interesting to hear them talk. Um, so we talk about a lot of different things, but we, we try to throw in some mental health stuff. Every episode, we try to throw in um, you know, the sports stuff, relationships, just all type of stuff. So definitely uh, check that one out. And um, yeah, and let's just go into Motivational Monday. So for Motivational Monday, since this is uh, Mental Health Month, I wanted you to do one thing this week that purely makes you happy. So one thing that's strictly for you and for your happiness. Um, all right. So for my Black Excellence, I wanted to just uh, talk about two books in particular. So I wanted to just um, highlight two books that I think you guys should check out. So one is called Black Girl Call Home by Jasmine Mans. That's actually a poem book. I saw her perform. I think I sent it to you, Isaiah. Um, and she performed one of the one of the po poems from the book. And she was talking about how she, what she had to go through to feel beautiful in her skin. And I just thought it was mm -hmm. absolutely just beautiful. And so I, I wanted to showcase this one just because we are in Mental Health Month. And I wanted to pick some books that I thought would... Um, be uh healing towards that and so I thought this one was good because I think this whole book she kind of just talks about just uh self-love and self-appreciation and just um her journey uh so that that's a good book and that one just recently came out and then a, a new book that just came out uh, I think last week is called what happened to you conversations on trauma resilience and healing from by Bruce D Perry and Oprah Winfrey uh, so that's actually one that I'm actually about to order. Uh, that one just came out, but it's, it's basically talking about uh, childhood trauma and just trauma in general and how that 
can affect you. Um, you know, when it comes to trauma, we do things um, when you have, have experienced trauma, if you don't heal from it, then you can experience things where you, you know, are a avoider, you can become a people pleaser, you can become, um, you know, where you try to, uh, where you end up acting out of fear from the um, trauma response is what I'm trying to say. So you have um, a negative responses to trauma or things that might resemble the trauma. You can have a negative effect. So trauma definitely um, affects you, especially in the long term, if you don't actually uh, get healing from it. And it can affect you in every realm. And sometimes when it comes to trauma, trauma can pop out, you know, in random times where you're like, whoa, like I didn't even realize that was a trigger or I didn't even know where that came from. More than likely, that's probably a trauma response. And, you know, your response could be, you know, it's usually not always a good thing. So uh, I think it's important to continue to have these conversations on um, healing and black trauma and what that looks like and how that identifies and just try to figure out, you know, um, how to heal from those things. So I definitely going to check out that book. So I wanted to uh, note those for my black excellence this month, just some new um, notable books. And uh, so now this week, I'm going to not do a hot topic. So me and the child can just have a conversation and we're just going to catch up on things that he's had going on and uh, what life has been like for him and so let's just get into the conversation and the thought of the week okay Isaiah so I think last time we spoke we were just at the beginning of the pandemic I feel like and you were experiencing virtual school. Now, I will say that, and I'm gonna get you to kind of explain it, but I know last year when you first did virtual school, they kind of gave you like a packet of work. You had to do the work and turn it in, but you also didn't get any grades last year, right? Right, right. So then this year, going into your senior year, which was kind of sucky for you because it was your senior year. So a lot of things you didn't get to do like prom and things like that. But this year they did try to make it like school. And so you were in virtual school, but you did obviously get grades this year. And just explain how school was for you this year. Um, I would definitely say it's been a it's been a struggle. Um, you know, last year it was like, oh, we get school out. That's so exciting. Um you know, and you didn't really have to worry about grades. You didn't really have to worry about um, really focusing on much. It was kind of like you were free. Um, and the beginning of this year, it, it's been, it, it was really boring. It started off really boring and it was disheartening that it was my senior year. Um, so you don't really have the experiences. You don't really have a senior breakfast or, you know, your counselors coming to talk to you, um, helping you out with your, um, you know, your application processes and everything else. Um, and, you know, get the real senior experience. And another thing I, I really was struggling with was the board piece of it you know you're in class every day um on microsoft teams and you're just sitting there staring at a screen the whole day um and it it made it 
really, I would say it made it really, yeah, monotonous. Um, And I honestly felt like I wasn't really learning too much and it got quite what you said, monotonous. Um, You know, what I was worried about, which me and Liz have conversations about, and I have conversations with you too, um, on why I push like for you to read and do things like outside of just school because I feel like I don't really know if you've learned much since school since this pandemic really happened like I like we kind of force you and you kind of do things on your own too because now I think you kind of got the you kind of got hip to the program like where you kind of got to do more self-learning and I think that you know you're kind of intentional with like doing that because what worries me um, in regards to you transitioning from high school to college is that you know, you haven't had to study, you still, even though like they try to do regular school with y'all, like you haven't had any tests, you haven't had any quizzes, you know, you haven't had normal school uh, in a long time. And so um, just getting back into the, the swing of, you know, real life. Cause right now I feel like this year still isn't real life, you know, like it's not college is going to be a lot different. It's going to be a lot harder. And I think it's going to be a rude awakening for you because you kind of have been lax with you know school like school has been lax like when what I'm saying to you guys is Isaiah like has like he has turned in work and he has papers and he has things like that but he doesn't have quizzes and tests and so the transition into college where it will be quizzes and tests and the whole coursework like even if like um, right now we don't really know how school's going to be in college but um, even with online classes they have tests and they have quizzes. Like it's a whole online classroom build. Like I think for high school, obviously all this stuff happened at, at in an instance and, you know, last, like everything was just kind of like last minute with them putting it together. They really didn't create um, an online module, but in college they do have that. So it's not going to be the same thing, you know? Right. Do you um, feel like that's something that you worry about? I think it's something that I worry about and I think it's something that I'm really going to have to get adjusted to. Um, I think college is going to be a whole different experience, especially from uh, a year and a half, not in person in classroom. And the theory is that we probably are going to have to take the, you know, the vaccine and you know, to be in college and we're probably going to be able to go back to class. So I'm hoping that's the case. I would really like to experience, you know, an in-person lecture and, you know, be able to learn on a collegiate level. Yeah. And I think that when it comes to uh, school, when it comes to you transitioning to college, I don't know if they're going to, I know Duke has already made it mandated that the, that the students take vaccinations. Um, and I think personally, it's going to be probably required just because, I mean, it, you guys are young. It's unrealistic to think that you're not going to uh, want to see each other and things like that. And I mean, I know last year uh, we had a conversation with um, this guy named Chris that was at Central last year. And he was saying that, I think he has an apartment, but he was saying that in the dorms, like you had to stay, like you and your roommate, you had to be in your dorm room. You weren't allowed to travel to other dorm rooms um, due to, you know, the COVID restrictions and everything. And um, mm-hmm. you did go to class, 
but I think they did like eight A B days, so the class was like split in half. So sometimes you had to be online, and then sometimes you had to go to class. So it was in in person. Um, I I more so care about. Uh, I think you need to have in person um, lectures. Um, I do think some stuff is probably going to be online. So that's just something you have to just change yeah. your mindset towards, but it's not the same as what you're experiencing in high school now. Like it's actually going to be real, like a real classroom setting. It's not going to be just like you hop on teams and they kind of do whatever and that's it. Like it, they actually make modules for that. And, um, and then I think that like for me, I more so care about too, just you getting a normal college experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Les and I, we talk about college all the time to you and like just about how we had like so many just experiences and so many, uh, uh, you know, memories. And some of my friends that I have now, uh, a lot of friends that I have on the show that come on and talk to me, they're from college, you know? So a lot of my friends are like lifelong friends that I met in college. So definitely being able to have those experiences and be out in the yard and, you know, just have a little bit of fun, you know, while you're doing a school. I definitely want you to, you know, experience that. Um, so let's just back up some before we get into what we expect in college. Let's talk more about your um, your senior year. So school started and you kind of was going through a little bit. And then I think it was second quarters when you kind of uh, started kind of getting into a funk, I think just kind of being in a house. So um and you don't have to go, you don't have to get as personal as you want, you know, but I want you to just kind of talk about like your experience and kind of how you felt and what the, some of the things that you did to kind of get yourself out of a funk. Um, I definitely would say it was really, I was really lonely. Um, I didn't really have the social interaction that you would have in school and in person. So it was definitely a struggle for me. I'm a social person. So I definitely had to learn how to teach myself um, to walk, go on walks and go on runs and maybe call up some friends. I definitely was had to hang out with some people and just get out of the house. Um, I think and, you also had to get outside of your comfort zone too, because I think that for so long, like you kind of, you know, you just be chilling, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so I think for so long, like you were used to people being like, Hey, you know, you want to do something instead of you actually saying like, like you speaking up, like seeing that people want to do things. I think right. that was different for you. Um, that was definitely different for me. It kind of took me out of my comfort zone and I had to learn how to expand myself and expand my mindset towards, um, socialization and just making friends and maintaining friendships yeah I think that's something that um you've been constantly kind of working on like the last couple of years um because I, I think you're kind of it's like you're an introvert extrovert like when you once you feel comfortable you know you're kind of like you're you're comfortable in your yourself but you got to get to that point that you feel comfortable so then you're kind of introvert because you you like solitude you like kind right. of being on your own, kind of doing your own thing, um, which is not a bad thing. Um, but I think for you being in the house kind of started to affect you because it wasn't like you could get a little bit. Cause I think you're fine being by yourself, but I think you still needed that little bit of, you know, 
socialization. Like, you know, like, so if you're going into school every day, like how you normally would, you were getting that, you know, right. at school and then coming home. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely, um, I connected with some people over the game and that was, that was something, you know, the little stuff that you kind of need, um, some boosted serotonin, you know? Yeah. And I think also another thing that I'm always stressing, which you've done a good job on is, you know, you were kind of like getting into the habit of doing your work in your room. And, uh, like once you started getting kind of like in a funk, you know, first we kind of like weren't really stressing you out about like where where exactly you did your work in the house. But then once you kind of like started getting into your funk, like you had to leave your room at that point, because I always say and preach to you all the time about how like I don't think it's healthy to just sit in your room all day. So if you're doing school right. in your room, it's just like people that work from home, like if you're working in your room, you're sleeping in your room, you know, you're waking up in your room and you're never leaving your room except to go get some food and come back in your room. Well, you're going to be depressed. You know, you right. have to get sun. You have to leave your space, um, and so now, like you know, you'll you do your your work all throughout the house. So I think that helped too. Yeah, that was something I had to break a habit of. Um, and sometimes I'll just switch it up. Maybe for a week, I might sit somewhere new and see how I feel about that, just to kind of break my mind from the habit of going to the same place, doing the same thing, being right. monotonous because it's boring. It'll get boring. Right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I, I, that's why I like, you know, I know we still kind of, you know, we still want you to care <laughs> obviously. And we still want yeah. you to do well, you know, cause this stuff does count, you know what I'm saying? Are you transitioning? But I think for me, like, um, I've been a little more lenient, I feel like, because I've just been kind of like, I get it, you know, like I'm more so at the point where I'm like, I just, I'm, you know, I'm just ready for you to just be done with this and transition because it is born, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I try to look at it from the standpoint of Mika at 18 and what would I have been like? And I probably would have been just like you because it, I mean, you know, um, I think it is born, but I think also you have to just get in the mindset of just like speaking positivity. So that's why we kind of like, you know, pushed you journaling, push you doing affirmations and kind of like being positive about it because at the end of the day, what can you do about it? Right. You can't change anything. So why exactly. complain? Exactly. So the complaining is something that I was trying to get you out of because if you sit and say, oh, this shit sucks. It sucks. It's boring. You know, every single day. <laughs> well, it's going to suck and it's, it's going to be boring. Stay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So now, this is an important conversation because I think that a lot of times people like you fortunately live in a house where we actually talk about mental health. You know, me and you have conversations all the time about mental health, communicating. If you like when you felt funky that last time, it was a little scary because you didn't communicate to us that you felt bad. Right. right. So every time we were doing touch points with you, you were like, I'm fine, but you weren't. And that really scared me because I'm like, you know, you're about to go to school and you're going to be two hours away from us. And it was like, you know, like if you're feeling bad, like I call you on the phone, like you don't feel right. I want you to, you know, to tell us that you don't feel right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think it was important for this to happen when it happened. So we could kind of uh, have more conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? 
So right. do you feel like that if you were to feel funky at school, like, do you feel like that that's something that you could identify with now, now that you've kind of been through this? Yeah, I think I could identify it. And I definitely would just have to take the initiative to go see, you know, somebody about it, you know, because you can't just sit in it. You can't do nothing to change it because you'll just stay funky. You won't get better. Right. And then you and then sometimes when you fall in the funks, it'll make it to where you're not going to want to do shit. Right. Which is very easy to do. You know, when when I feel down and it's days I wake up, I feel down. Well, you know, I still go to work, but like, am I going to be motivated to go out and run and do stuff after work? No, like I'm going to get off work and just lay around, you know, Um, because that's kind of how I feel. Yeah. All right. So that's good work, Isaiah. That's good work. Um, Okay. So I wanted to talk about, um, um, I wanted you to also, before we go into your expectations with college, I wanted you to talk about um, BSI. You were a brand ambassador for that for, for the past two years, three years. Yeah. Three years. Two, you got it. Your sophomore three. year, beginning yeah. of sophomore year. Um, I want you to just tell people real quickly what it is, um, what what some of the things that you guys have done. I know it's been different this year because it's been COVID, but um, you know, Missy Vania, the director, she still has done an amazing job with you guys. So I want you to kind of like uh, say what it is, give the website if you have it, and um, I think uh, the enrollment is coming soon. So they can go on the website, but just give a little information in regards to that program. And also I just want you to say just real quickly, like what that program meant to you to be in it for these past, what, four years? Yeah. Um, I think it's changed my, my life. I started it uh, before freshman year of high school and it's a, it's a leadership organization where you get young black kids from middle school to high school, all the way up to 12th grade. Say the name of it. The Black Suit Initiative. Um, And we do community work and we meet with guest speakers and people from all over the globe to just talk to us and motivate us to improve ourselves and do better. it's really helped me because you get all these connections and um, you get, you just get to help people. It feels really nice uh, to have a brotherhood of boys to really work with, you know? Yeah. I think also what I liked about the program was that, uh, and once again, I'm talking about these safe spaces, but it's important for, um, it was important for us, for you to have a safe space. And the fact that, you know, you don't really have many men present in your life, you know, unfortunately, right? So, you know, you have the village that we kind of created for you, but we also wanted you to have your own set of mentors and your own village to where you have, you know, people. Um, so right. if, if so if it's something that you didn't feel comfortable talking to us about, like you knew that you had other people that you could, you know, go to and things like that. So I think what what's important to me about BSI and especially I can see how it it helped you, but also um is definitely available for young children that is um at risk and also uh underprivileged. And so um, a lot of things that you guys were afforded to do, like, i.e., like, it was one summer you went to 
what Philly, you went to New Orleans, you went to Atlanta, you went to, oh, I think that was the same summer you went to Vegas, but that was with the poetry. But I mean, think about some of those kids that's in that program that maybe never will be able to do this again. Right. You know, or never got to experience going, like leaving and going somewhere, you know, or right. going on vacation somewhere. You know, you had uh, recently, you had, um, what, what was the last two speakers y'all had? Um, we had Roosevelt Giles, and he's the CEO of Atlanta, Atlanta Life Financials. It's a huge global uh, financial company. He was a really, I think he might have been my favorite speaker out of all of them. Um, and you guys have had poets come in. That's actually how you became, you know, involved with poetry was through y'all taking the poetry classes. You don't take poetry class for like a month or something. Yeah, we took a we took a poetry class and he kind of taught us how to write. And that's what really got me writing in poetry and just starting to fall in love with the craft. Yeah. And so a lot of things with you, like, you know, it really stemmed from um, that program, like finding your passions and things like that. And so I look at some of the other kids that's in there that might be in single um, parent households or might not have like the same opportunities. Um, and I think it's a beautiful program. So I wanted you to talk about it a little bit because um, I can definitely see how uh, not even just with the connection piece, like she actually teaches you guys about character, integrity, same things that we preach at home. It's nice for you to go into a space that actually has the same values. Right. And I like that she always pushes us to do better. She's always, she cares so much about us, all of us. Um, and she, you know, gives us books to read and everything. She buys everything and she works really hard to keep the, the program going. Super passionate about it. Um, and we just read a book, Dear Martin, and we had a discussion on it. And it's just nice to be with a group of Black people who are intelligent and we have intelligent conversations and speak with other intellectuals to really further ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I think it's dope. So tell people the, um, the, um, the, the, the website and also tell them like kind of like um, if they want, if they want to uh, sign their kids up, like it's in, this is uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina, y'all. If you want to sign your kid up, tell them like kind of like how does the process go in regards to being a member? The website is blacksuit.org and you, you send an email through the contact us form on the website. And that's if you scroll all the way down um, and you just shoot her an email and she'll set up an interview sometime. Uh, I believe we're doing, we're beginning interviews this month, if not this month in June. And we get an application process. Um, there's a form, an application form that you fill out and you tell us about yourself. You tell us whether you answer a few questions on the website. And from there, we get your information and we bring you in for an in-person or a Zoom interview. I'm not sure how we're gonna do it this year, most likely through Zoom. Um, but it, it's 
uh, it's important to know who we're bringing into the organization. Usually we accept a majority of the kids who come. Um, but, you know, as long as your child is open and they're honest with us, they should be fine. Yeah. And I think it's important anyway with who you bring in because, you know, we always told you, which I think helped you keep you in line somewhat with this social media is that you represent, you know, a brand and, yeah. you know, the organization. And so it's like, you know, we used to tell you like, don't be on, you know, social media is being ratchet and stuff. And you're sitting here with BSI, you know, uh, all written on your stuff and all that, because, you know, you represent um, everything that Missy Vania, you know, clearly has worked for. So um, it's more than just, you know, about you, you know, it's about the whole entire right. organization and how you represent it. All right, cool. Yeah. But I do think BSI um, is an amazing program. If anybody's listening to have younger kids, they just started doing middle school as well. So um, I definitely wish they were doing middle school when Isaiah was in middle school, because that would have been awesome. But he, he's been doing it since the end of his eighth grade and all the way through um, high school. And I definitely can see that it helped. And also you met friends through it. I think what, four, three of y'all are going to central together Four. Yeah. We, uh, three, three. Yeah. All of us are going to central, all the seniors, and it's just nice to have two people that I know I can trust going with me. Yeah. And I mean, it's, um, it's good to have, you know, start to to create your little village, you know, as far as like in school. So let's just roll into, um, what like school expectations, like, you know, you're going, uh, to be freshman year at North Carolina Central University in Durham, and so what do you, what expectations do you have? Like you, and you can be honest, like, what do you want? Do you, what do you feel like you want to experience if you, if you don't know what you're thinking or what's your expectations? What do you think? Um, well, first of all, I'm very excited. Um, and second, I think the one thing I really do want to experience is um, definitely finding more of a community of people like me and I, I definitely want to experience some, some fun, some partying, and just being free, um, being out of Greensboro, living in a new place, and having my own adventures, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it would be cool. Uh, you know, I went to Central, so, you know, I had a lot of fun. Um I think a, a black college experience is unlike any any other experience. Um, you know, Les went to North Carolina A&T, so you know, you know, uh, we talk about black culture and all that all the time in our house. But um, I think what if I had any expectations as far as you going to school is that um, you know you're 18 and I already see you kind of maturing and growing into. Uh, you know, a young man, but I think that when you go out on your own away from us, it really, I think this is where you really start to build, um, further build your character and further build who you're going to be. Like, I think right now you have pieces of who you're going to be as a teenager. And then as you progress, you know, through life, you start to kind of cement who you want to be. And so the real, the real true judge, judge really and precursor, I think, is who you end up becoming in college. Because like I like I talk to you about school and I tell you, I'm like, you're going to be around every level of temptation. It's going to be sex. It's going to be drugs. It's going to be just bullshit all around you. And that's what makes college so difficult for people because it's like sink or swim. Like, you know, 
what decisions are you going to make? And like, obviously I think that, you know, right from wrong, but it's still a matter of what decisions you make, you know, when no one's watching. Right. Right. So that, that is what really, you know, goes into somebody's like character. Um, If I had any worry, I don't really, but if I had any worry, it would be that um, sometimes when you go to school, you'll see people try to be somebody that they're not. And if I had any worry, it would be that I want you just to be yourself because I feel like who you are is more than enough and you don't have to pretend to be somebody else. And it's easy to do because you're going to have so many different people, you know, all walks of life and, you know, um, but sticking to who you are, I think you'll be fine if you did that. Right. And um, I think that's something I definitely have struggled with in the past, just learning to be myself and loving myself for who I am. And, you know, because I'm different and that's just what I have to be. There's no other way around it. And I should embrace that, you know. And, you know, Isaiah, and I don't think that you're that much different. Like, I mean, you're, you're a nerdy cat, you know what I'm saying? Like, you like your comics, little little gaming and, you know, reading a book. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like to me, right. I would take that over somebody that's walking around here, you know, looking crazy and with their pants hanging down and looking like I'll whack a doodle out here. So I don't really think that you're that much different. It's just a matter of you are a little bit different from like this generation of kids because it's just a generation of kids. A lot of them aren't really on shit. So the fact that like you think about, you know, um, other shit, it's nothing wrong with that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I have people right now and I tell you this all the time and you like, what? I'm like, I have people that I talk to that don't read like at all. Right. And then, you know, I'm sitting here like, you know, I love my books. And I know people probably be like, Lord, <laughs> you're talking about her books and therapy. And it's all yeah. right. Like, it's all right to not be you know, what somebody deems cool. I'm sure people don't really deem me the most coolest cat in the world, but you know, who cares? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really think that you're that much different, but I can see how you might feel that way just with, you know, the generation of kids that we're, that we see. Right. But I think you go to school and you find your village, you find your people, you will find people that like the same shit you like. You will. Uh Uh-huh. You know, it's just a matter of like, they're just, you just got to find them. Like, I think, uh, I'm not really sure present day right now, but they might have a poetry club at Central, you know, they I know. Do. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. I mean, you have to just find that fall into the areas that, you know, you know, have some, some commonalities with you, uh-huh. you know, cause you're not that much different. You really, you really truly not. If anything, like I, I totally would appreciate an educated brother over anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, look at it that way. So what are some things you might be nervous about? Um, I'm definitely nervous about um, just the people that I meet and, you know, making friends and coming out of my comfort zone. Sometimes I, uh, I know I sometimes stick to my own little bubble Mm-hmm. And once I settle into myself, I can sit there and not even realize I'm in the bubble. So some, so I definitely have to break out and be more communicative um, 
when I'm in school. And Don't I, just be I in definitely your room on a video game. Right. Right. Um and I, I think one thing I, I if I have a goal um besides, you know, getting through school and being educated and everything. Um I think another goal of mine is to just make as many friends as I can and be as, you know, diverse through that as I can, you know, good people. Do you do you feel like that you need a lot of friends? I don't think that I need a lot of friends. friends. Or do you want like just like you want to know a lot of people or do you want like friends, friends or or is it levels to your friends? There's levels to my friends. Um, Yeah. Okay. But you want to basically be more sociable like than you were before? Yeah, I want to be more sociable than I was before. And I think I was pretty sociable, but I think it, it on a level that wasn't quite friendship. I would say, you know, I knew the people, I could talk to them, but did I really know them? No. Right. Because you didn't really, I think it was, it was weird. Like, I don't really, and I think it's just, just because like, we kind of talked about it before, like just you building trust levels in people. And I think it's like, you knew people and you probably could have been friends with them, but you just didn't really put in effort to be people friends. Like you kind of was just like, whatever. Right. But you know, what also is interesting. Right. Too? And that goes back. No, go ahead. Go uh-huh. ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, I was just going to say that goes back to me being in my bubble yeah and sometimes not even realizing i'm in the bubble yeah yeah that's important and that's and that's good insight too because i definitely think that you know you um experienced that but you know another thing too that i hope that you kind of tap into i think like when i was young you know i went to the same school with people i went to middle school and pretty much same school with people i went to elementary so we all transitioned together Unfortunately for uh-huh. you, like you went to, you were always in like the, um, the elevated programs or whatever. So you went to elementary school, then you went to, um, you were in the accelerated learning program and in middle school. So you kind of like were you had, you went to a different middle school, different set of people. You had to get to know people all over again. Then mm-hmm. we took you from there to another accelerated learning program in the, the, um, the IBA program and in high school. So once again, right. it was like, you had to relearn people all over again. So I think some of your like, like, I don't want to call it social awkwardness because I feel like that's just like kind of strong language to call you like socially awkward. I don't think you're so I don't think you're socially awkward. I think it was a matter of you had to keep resetting, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like keep yeah. having to get a new set of friends and kind of go through that. And even though we were thinking from the standpoint of like, we're just trying to get you the best education to set you up for college, obviously, but I think it's hard. It was hard that I, and I think sometimes we try to acknowledge it, like, you know, getting you like pushing you to get involved with stuff and all of that. And sometimes you will fight against us because you, it was outside of your comfort. But I think sometimes we didn't always think about how, well, we did think about it, but it, it kind of was what it was, but it, it still, it was difficult with that transition from each, you know, school to a different school to a different school. So for me, right. like, I want you to really take in college and like get, like have like school pride, you know, like, you know, really uh-huh. be invested in like, like go to the games, you know what I'm saying? Like really, right. really do, do those things because like, I think in high school, like, I don't really think you really care. 
No, I definitely didn't. And I think that was just me learning to um, break out of that bubble. And, you know, um, I definitely had to get therapy and, you know, work on myself because I, I definitely, for a while there, didn't care. And, you know, you should have at least a, a semblance of, you know, school pride or um, pride in your friendships or pride in, um, you know, at yourself. least what you're studying myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I definitely appreciate, I, I appreciate that y'all took me from school to school um, just from a standpoint of, I feel like I grew from it. I feel like I learned uh, from the best people that I could. And I appreciate that. Yeah. But I can see how um, it was difficult, you know? Yeah. Um, just never having your core set of friends. But I do think though, I will say, I do think that you have learned from some of the things that you might've done wrong per se like as far as like just how you yeah. handle and those things we've had more like when we realize we need to have more conversation we've had more conversation about just how you kind of like handle people you know like if you want to yeah. have a relationship with people you have to do the work to have a relationship with people it's not just like where people are just going to automatically give you a friendship right you know, just like if you meet a young lady in school like and you want to have a love relationship you know you have to put effort in the love relationship it's not like a, it's not the woman's job to just sit and just you know, give you this relationship without you doing anything. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So that's something you had to learn though, but I think that you've done a really good job in uh, identifying like, oh, okay, yeah, this is an area like I could work on and improve on, you know? I definitely see yeah. a change in that area. Because all you can do is grow. Um, if you're not growing, what are you doing, you know? So how do you think, and just to round this up, like how do you think that you are going to be with freedom? Are you nervous about having uh, full freedom? <laughs> um, I'm a little nervous about having full freedom, not in the sense that I'm going to be irresponsible with the freedom, but in the sense that it's there and that I have it. Um, and, you know, people are weird. Well, not weird, but people <laughs> can be... <laughs> people are... Um, People can be, uh, People are mean. Uh, yeah, mean, and yes. they can be manipulative, and peer pressure. Peer pressure is a real thing, and I hope people uh, respect me and respect my boundaries, and don't try and peer pressure me into doing anything, doing things that I don't want to do. Um, and while and I'm if open, they and if they do, then that might be somebody that's not your friend. Because if you say right. no and you say you good, then you good. You know, if right. I said no, I'm good. And if you keep pressuring right. me to do X, Y, and Z, like, then I need to be good on you. Right. You know, like, you don't have to. Me and Kelly talked about this last week. I think you listened to the episode where we were just like, sometimes people feel like you have to be their friend. Like, I've been knowing this person in X, Y, and Z long. And so we just have to be friends. I don't have to be, you don't have to be somebody's friend just because you've been knowing them. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like I told you with when, some of your friendships or some of the friends you might already have right now and then maybe friendships later, people change. And you're especially going to see those changes in college because you're going to be in your, your own new bubble. 
you know, right. minus parents. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like we're going to be, um, you know, just randomly popping up on you. I mean, we still, at the end of the day, like you're living in a dorm. We still have to call you. We have to, you have right. to let us in to even get to your dorm. So it ain't like we're going to just be ag- sitting here at your, yeah, like sitting here at your dorm room, knocking on your door. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? So, you know, it, it is a level of, um, and I, I'm not, I'm not too worried. I'm not too worried. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm more so worried about the fact that sometimes, which we talk about, but you, you're not going to really fully understand until you get on your own. I just worry about you being a little green sometimes um, because you're a good person. And I think you always see the good in people. And sometimes I don't know if you really have the identifier yet to identify this person as a bad person. I think that might be true. And I definitely, um, I definitely think that's going to be one thing that's going to be a rude awakening for me. Um, You know, because there aren't always good people around you. Yeah. And you never know when there's snakes in the grass. (laughs) Right. And just keeping those, you know, keeping that, that blinder on though, because that's something I do actually really worry about. Cause I'm like, I don't want you if if I had a worry, that's my second one. It's just like, that's my major one, I think. And I think that's probably Leslie. It's just a matter of like, you know, keeping your eyes open and don't always just be naive. You know, there's so many right. people that, that might even like something as, as stupid and small as they want to hang out with you because they think you got money. Right. You know, like, oh, you know, oh, he, he, you know, he always asks us what we want from the store. So let's keep hanging out with him because he might get us something from the store. You see what I'm saying? Like, it might sound right. small, like right now I'm saying it, but in college, a lot of people don't have money. So right. if they can get on your train, they're going to get on your train. So just knowing like how to have balance with people, like, you know, and being able to say no, and it's okay if you say no, it's completely fine. Um, right. But other than that, like, I want you to, you know, have freedom and enjoy your life and even if you make mistakes like that's the point of college is you grow from those mistakes and like identify those and you know and just grow from it I made so many I did so much stupid shit in college like I tell you some of my stories I did so much stuff but it made me such a better person because now you know with me being in my 30s like now like I I can see some of the things I did some of the things I did wrong obviously and, but it also helped mold me as a person of the person that I don't want to be, you know, with stupid shit that, I, that I've done or even putting myself in situations that was stupid. And we've all done it. I don't expect you to be perfect. And right. I expect you to make mistakes because we all have, we all have done dumb stuff in college. It's just a matter of like, you know, you know, are you going to do... own up to them and, yeah, and learn, learn from, it. from it? Exactly. You yeah. don't want to just be doing a whole bunch of dumb shit, but you know, like, it's fine you know I think that's how you grow as a person because you learn from the mistakes that you make you know what I'm right. saying yeah so and, and I definitely just don't want you bringing no babies home oh yeah <laughs> that would be <laughs> absolutely terrifying uh yeah for, we for were me, watching for... uh uh auntie has that show it's like this new team mom show oh that unexpected and, yeah oh, and I was God. like Oh God, I don't know what yeah. I would do if I was in that situation. I think when we were watching that show, what one of the girls is 16 and it's like, and, and it's no, and it's no shade to if any of my listeners are, are, you know, was young moms and dads, but I, the way I, the way me and Isaiah have our sex talks, I just hit them with the truth. Like that shit is real. Having a kid is real. Like, I mean, even yeah. me being on this journey with you all this time, like 
you know, it is, I mean, I, we laugh about it now. We just laughed about it a couple of days ago when I was like, freshman year, how you was bugging out. And I was like, listen, um, yeah. I had to go for walks plenty of days to not like, you know, just go ham in that house on you. So just having the patience and having just the, just to know like, okay, like he's a teenager, he's having a moment, like, you know, just having patience. It, it takes so right. much patience being a parent, you know? Um, and I don't always think as, as a teenager, I would have been a shit parent if I was a parent as a teenager, cause I didn't know anything you know uh-huh. so those are things that I kind of like you know when we have those conversations just having real conversations about like just not what you want to do you know not right you know, not, not where we're at right now being responsible and knowing your limits exactly all right so I'm glad we had this conversation I'm really excited for you to transition let's see you have what a month left of school you graduate june 8th yeah 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 and then um hopefully isaiah did sign up where he's halfway through the application process they have to do his final transcript which he hasn't gotten yet and he may be in this program in the summer that does like workshops and kind of like get you acclimated with school and he would go to he would transition to school in july so we're hoping that he gets into that program um not really sure because school gets over so late this year it's just i don't know so yeah, we kind of have to like literally boom boom as far as like um getting everything in to see if you can get in that program but it, it, it could happen so um that's the next thing that we're working on uh where he would go to school a couple weeks early um and i think that program is what six weeks yeah it's six weeks um and you stay on campus so it would be yeah. like right after school going to going to going to college (laughs) yeah yeah pretty much um but I think it'll be cool because it kind of like gives you a chance to learn a campus before everybody get there get acclimated and doing the workshops and all that it kind of would just kind of give you I think it kind of give you a head start you know on what it's going to be like so I think that would be and I think you might get some extra credits yeah you get credits too yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um and so you know, we're, we're excited for your next steps and I hope to see you like really grow, um, in your writing and, you know, as a writer. So that's what I look forward to most just seeing like how much you grow as a person and how much you grow as a writer. Um, cause I love, you know, reading your stuff. Um, so did you want to share a poem before we go? Yeah, I have one. Um, and it, it touches on what we were talking about earlier about being yourself. This was a poem I wrote um, a while ago. Not a while ago, like it's kind of new. It's called Chameleon Skin. Okay. Chameleon skin wraps me. I graze every color I touch. Afraid to leave from my cocoon of falsities. Afraid each touch may turn me to ash with the simplest grays. I fear the sunlight and shade alike. Scared to roam too far into the light and risk the exposure of my true nature. Scared to remain in the shadows and risk succumbing to the dark. Most fearful are those who fear themselves above all. The world remains a pen of temptations written in ink made from the blood of the dead. Many fall prey to chameleon skin. The greatest feat is to remain clean from lingering dirt of an illusion facade. Love to fear and fear to love. Okay. That's good. 
Okay, so um, thank you for sharing. What we're gonna do uh, when you finish your freshman year and you come home, we'll do Life with a Child Part Three after your first year at school. And so we're gonna okay. we're gonna follow up and we're gonna see how did that go. Um, but you know, I think considering how everything has been right and this has just been you know virtual school this pandemic all this craziness this has been something that I've never obviously I've never seen you've never seen in your lifetime I will say Isaiah like you've done a good job you know thank you um you've done a really good job you know we we tell you that we're proud of you but you know we are proud of you um I'm excited for your next steps I don't I don't have any real fears about anything as far as like you being incapable of doing college. Like, I think that you're more than capable. You're super smart. I tell you that all the time. And so, um, you know, I just wanted to finish just telling you that we are proud of you and we're looking forward to you graduating. We only have a month left. So um, just finish strong and then you transition to your next steps. Did you want to share um, your social media, anything? Tell people. Um, my social media on, on Instagram is j.i underscore Stark. And if you wanted to sign up for Black Suit, again, the, um, the website is blacksuit.org. All right, cool. And also, child, thank you for joining me today. And um, just to do a few little housekeeping things. Don't forget to follow the pod if you're not already, already following so you can get uh, episodes, um, notifications. You can find on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, Audible, pretty much anywhere that you can find podcasts. Also, you can follow me on social media. Uh, my Instagram is at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. My Twitter is IGMT podcast. And my email, if you ever want to be part of the show, is IGMT podcast at gmail.com. I thank you so much for listening. Like always, it's Mika here and I appreciate you.